Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the EdTechverse podcast by Curriculum Lab. I'm your host, Natalie. Today's topic on brain synchrony talks about brains that fire together, wire together. The Edutopia article mentioned a 2021 study of students' progress in a course. As the course progresses, the learning material left neural fingerprints in individuals that mirrored brain activity in other students and the teacher. Students who failed to grasp the material exhibited neural signatures that were outliers. This is a clear indication that they were drifting. The brain patterns of students who performed well on a later test aligned strongly with other top performing students, and with the teacher too. A 2023 study using electroencephalography, EEG, largely confirms those findings. High school science teachers taught groups of young adults fitted with electrodes about varied science topics such as bipedalism, habitats, and lipids. Results indicated that stronger brain synchrony between peers and between students and teachers predicted better academic performance on follow-up tests, both immediately and a full week later. In the past few years, there has been growing research interest in how brain activity aligns across individuals, a phenomenon we will refer to here as brain-to-brain synchrony. We know that social interactions play a central role in human learning. Much of human learning happens through interaction with other people. Yet little is known about the brain mechanisms that support the central role of social dynamics in learning. Future research is needed to extend these findings to real classrooms, where students and teachers interact with one another in a variety of ways, and to other populations. While we wait for cutting-edge neural science researchers to conduct experiments and generate their results and conclusions, let us talk about what we already know about the importance of social learning. Let us talk about a parent-child learning modality. Senior faculty members at the Yale Child Study Center wrote that students thrive when their parents become part of the classroom. This was a professional opinion piece published in 1997 on Edutopia, a digital publication by the George Lucas Educational Foundation. There's an interesting paragraph that says, In simpler times, the strong partnership between schools and families to educate children was natural and easy to maintain. Teachers and parents were often neighbors and found many occasions to discuss a child's progress. Children heard the same messages from teachers and parents and understood that they were expected to uphold the same standards at home and at school. Children learn best when the significant adults in their lives work together to encourage and support them. Schools alone cannot address all of a child's developmental needs. The involvement of parents and support from the community are essential. This is why it takes a village to raise a child. One possible upside of the pandemic in the area of education is adoption of remote learning across all grade levels. For the first time, parents get to sit in their children's lessons, listening to their teachers teaching and their classmates talking. About three decades after Professor Comer and Professor Haynes wrote about technology allowing educators and parents to be linked into a sturdier web of mutual support than ever before, it came to be during the three pandemic years of 2020 to 2022. Another tool to consider would be the Herman Brain Dominance Instrument Profiling Tool. Developed by Ned Herman, it categorizes thinking preferences into four quadrants, each associated with specific cognitive functions. The analytical quadrant is logical, quantitative, fact-based thinking. The sequential quadrant is organized, planned, detailed thinking. 
The interpersonal quadrant is emotional, interpersonal, and kinesthetic thinking. The imaginative quadrant is holistic, intuitive, and innovative thinking. Whole brain technology emphasizes the importance of balancing thinking styles across all four quadrants as effective thinking requires a range of cognitive approaches. I hope today's brainy topic fired your synapses and all four quadrants of your brain. We also learned that brains that fire together, wire together. Let us put what we know about social learning into our classrooms today.